1: Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.
0: So turning our attention back to to the New Jersey and Virginia governor races, you don't see the Democrats keep bringing up Trump all the time, constantly. They bring up Trump. And it's it's just amazing, it's like, do you have anything to run on besides Donald Trump? It, Murphy keeps saying, we're not going back, and yet at the same time, we're not going back, he keeps bringing up the guy who was president before. Terry McAuliffe, same thing, same thing in Virginia, running against Trump again. Trumpism, Trumpism, Trumpism. Well, ABC's John Carl confronted Terry McAuliffe on this. Good for him. Repeated requests over the past several weeks for an interview with This Week. His
2: campaign says he is doing no national interviews although he has been a regular on one news outlet, Fox News. Need- McAuliffe has repeatedly and relentlessly portrayed Yunkin as a clone of Donald Trump. He's a total wannabe Donald Trump. He's been endorsed by Donald Trump four times. Terry, you just made folks in Las Vegas a lot of money. There's an over and under tonight on how many times you're going to say Donald Trump. And it was 10 and you just busted through it. You're running against Glenn Youngkin. He's not Donald Trump, right? I mean, you're not running against Donald Trump. You're running against Glenn Youngkin. No, but I'm running against Trump's divisive culture wars, his divisive politics. I am running against Trump policies. You bet I am. Glenn Youngkin has adopted every one of Donald Trump's divisive politics. This election here in Virginia, I think, sets the tone for this state for the next decade. And I think it's a really important message for this country. McAuliffe has suggested his struggles to put up a big lead are a reflection of Joe Biden's troubles. We are facing a lot of headwinds from Washington, as you know, the president is unpopular today, unfortunately, here in Virginia, so we have got to plow through. But McAuliffe caused some of his own troubles in a recent debate on the issue of education. When he defended his decision as governor to keep parents from pulling books, some deemed sexually explicit, out-of-school libraries by saying this. I'm not going to let parents come into schools and actually take books out and make their own decisions. I don't think parents should be telling schools what they should teach. That last line quickly made its way into a Yunkin
0: ad. Yeah, and, and that's not all, right? So now McAuliffe is trying to lie to say that, well, we don't do any gain-of-function research. We don't do any... Gain-of-function research, sorry. We don't do any critical race theory. We don't we do not do any of that stuff. Well, that's not true, actually. It, they do in Virginia, and this has been a real problem. And actually, McAuliffe said, look, we want to promote diversity and inclusion. We want to have this. This is as important in schools as anything else, as math and reading and science. And
2: I make the point that we've got to do a better job in our education system. We've got to go back K to six. Uh, Early on, we've got to start teaching, talking about these issues much earlier than we've done it before. And we don't do a good job in our education system talking about diversity, inclusion, openness, and so forth. We don't. We've got our textbooks, but, you know, there has to be a big part of how how do you fit in, in into the social work of our nation and our fabric? How is it that we deal with one another is, to me, is as important as, you know, your math class, or your English class and so forth. And we don't.
0: So schools will be telling you how to deal with each other and also diversity and inclusion. Uh, this is the propaganda that parents are talking about at these meetings. This is what they're saying. But remember something, too. In Virginia, they had this situation where a kid was was sexually assaulted in the bathroom by a dude in a skirt, and they lied about and they covered it up because that's what also what they do is they lie whenever it suits their agenda. And they do that. They do it all the time. So And, and Obama, I mean, he's another one bringing up Trump all the time, bringing up Trump all the time. Again, Jack Cittarelli is not Donald Trump. Phil Murphy's not running well, against not a- Donald Trump. But here's Obama, again, bashing, back in Jersey, bashing now Jack Chitterelli making Trump comparisons. Well,
3: all across the country, Democrats are working to make sure that those who've done well, the wealthiest Americans, the largest corporations pay their fair share in taxes, just like they do in New Jersey. Not out of spite, but so we can do things to make childcare more affordable. So we can make real progress on the fight against climate change. All across the country, you've got Democrats who are trying to make it easier to vote and push back on Republicans who are trying to systematically prevent ordinary citizens from making their voices heard. Just this past week, Phil, every Democrat in the Senate supported a bill that would protect the right to vote and ban partisan gerrymandering and reduce the influence of dark money in our politics. And every Republican voted against those reform measures, which, no, hey, hey no, don't hey, boo. Hey, hey, no, vote. hey, that's it, vote. Don't you boo, boo Booing doesn't do nothing. You know, booing, booing is like, you know, you send out a Twitter, uh, blah, blah, blah. No, go out there and vote. Go vote. You got to ask yourself, though. Why, why is it that Republicans don't want people voting? What are they so who, 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 who don't Republicans want voting? This is such
0: a lie. We don't want people who shouldn't be voting voting. I mean, the Republicans don't want people who are dead voting. Republicans don't. I mean, it's Halloween and all, but still, we don't want the dead voting. Republicans don't want people voting twice. Republicans don't want people voting who aren't citizens. That, that's really all that they're trying to stop here. But again, what's the implication? As Obama's talking to this crowd. That the Republicans don't want black people to vote. That's the implication that Obama's painting. Again, that racist brush. They do this all the time. It's the racist brush. Hey, and, and come on, just say it, Obama. Just come out and say it, Mr. President. Just say it. Accuse all Republicans of being racist. Every time Republicans want to fix any issues with the elections, whether it's the fact that you've got voter rolls full of people that, that, that are either dead or don't live here anymore, or you've got situations where people... Are turning in ballots days after the election's over, and you got the Pennsylvania Supreme Court saying that's okay. anytime any of those things are brought up, and people want to fix them, they just scream racism. Racism. That's it. And then you, then you got to shut up. Oh, now it's now it's now it's zip it. All of a sudden.
3: Afraid of? Listen, if you've got better ideas, make your case. Tell us your ideas. Tell us why you think what you're proposing will be better. They don't have ideas. See there? If you got good ideas, you're not afraid of people voting on them. So I guess you don't want folks voting because don't, no don't have no good ideas. Yeah, right. Right. People flock, flock to you. If you got good ideas, make your case. But instead, they try to rig elections. How do we rig elections? Yeah. You, you believe this, by the way? Uh, Listen to this
0: conspiracy nut, Barack Obama. They try to rig elections everybody keeps going on about how Donald Trump will not accept the results of the 2020 election, right? He goes all the time. Well, President Trump will not be, until he accepts the results of the election, he will not be allowed back on Facebook and Twitter. This this is a former president going on and accusing Republicans of rigging elections. What election's been rigged in this country? Does it, can, can you point to one election where somebody's actually rigged the election? This, he sounds like a nut, like a tinfoil hat conspiracy kook. That's what he sounds like. And where's the media calling him out on this and be like, hey, why don't you accept the election results? Stacey Abrams in Georgia is another one. Every time she opens her, her mouth for to give a speech, every time she brings up the fact that she really won the governor's race in Georgia and they took it from her. Every time. She can't not talk about it. I would imagine that going out to dinner or being around her and in, in company would be so excruciating because all she would do is tell you how she's really the governor of Georgia. She's really just the governor. She's the displaced governor of Georgia. That's all it is. But 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 none of them are called out for being a bunch of kooks for not accepting the election results. You notice that? Now, if a Republican, every time a Republican has to be asked the question, do you accept the results of 2020? Do you accept the results? Yes, yes or no, yes or no. But meanwhile, hey, Republicans are out there, hey, they're uh, rigging elections. What, who, who, who's, whose election have, have they rigged exactly? Oh, man, it's amazing, right? Free with their ideas.
3: And when that doesn't work, they start making up stuff. Yeah. Like the one about how they didn't lose the last election.
0: So, wait, so, so, wait, so we were rigging elections and now we're denying elections. Okay, so we're, we're election. Uh, I, I, yeah, okay, you know what I mean. Okay, I'm gonna be careful with the language here if it takes that out of context, but you know what I mean. To go from rigging an election to now denying an election, okay? Deniers and election. Um, people that rig elections, and that's um, okay.
3: Let me t- let me tell you something. I I I have been blessed in my political career, but I lost a, an election. I lost a, a congressional election back in back in Chicago, Chicago I, where I don't yeah, live. It would have been I didn't. Chicago, know I, I don't could live just... in
0: Chicago. I live in Martha's Vineyard now. You should say that. Why didn't you say that? Back in Chicago where I used to live, now I'm in Rich Lily White Martha's Vineyard. Uh, with all the one percenters but back in the day in Chicago
3: like after I got beat I could just get up and say no I didn't get beat no 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 the machines were broken what no I you know what I did was I said you know what let me think about how I can be better so that I can win the next time. This is the same guy
0: who just said five minutes ago that elections were rigging that Republicans rigging elections. That's what I did. Now he's mocking people for suggesting that elections you know, could be the, the, there could the, be cheating. The, 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 here we go. You
3: know, I, I, I don't know what uh, loyalties uh, uh, are right here, uh, uh, but uh. like the Yankees, they they, they they lost in the playoffs. They, they didn't they, they didn't say, hey, wait a minute, we didn't lose.
0: What if right, the game's rigged, right? like yeah, if the Chicago go White Sox? Yes,
3: Do, better. Do better. Do better. You know, democracy's not the democracy's not supposed to work where. If you lose, you just ignore it and pretend it didn't happen. And our democracy is what makes America great. It's what makes us that shining city on a hill. This extraordinary experiment in self-government. And protecting that and preserving that, that shouldn't be a partisan issue. It didn't used to be. But unfortunately, it's become this, this... this partisan issue. Well, you see now our divisive
0: politics in America, right? You hear this all the time. You hear Obama just trashing everybody, everybody. Is getting trashed now on stage. And then they turn around and go, "But we need civility back." Where's the civility? And then they try to paint the picture that it's Republicans who are mean all the time. But then they go, "Where's
3: we need civility? Where's civility?" All the time. I mean, with this. very few exceptions. And and by the way, I applaud those handful of Republicans out there who say, "No, you know, we're conservative, we didn't vote for Biden, but we, we lost. I imagine that. Why is this even a topic? I mean, you do know, you realize- that's a pretty low bar to give folks credit for just, like, speaking the truth. But
0: Why do they keep bringing up 2020? Do you, do you, I mean, just think about this now. He's in Newark, New Jersey, to talk about Phil Murphy. And all he's doing is bringing up 2020. Think, just think about that for a moment. This is why I'm playing this, because I think it's important to hear. And is he talking about Murphy's policies? Is he talking about the, B- Biden's successes? No. What is he talking about? 2020 and people not accepting election results. How is that relevant? Like, who cares? What does it have to do with anything? What does it matter? If people deep down inside don't believe the election was fair, what does it matter exactly? But this is what they have, this is all they have. And that's why inevitably it's going to turn to January 6th. It has to, they can't help themselves. It, it, they, they cannot help themselves. It's got to be about 2020. It's got to be about January 6th. And they got to keep bringing up Trump. Because if, if they bring up their policies, they're screwed. They're screwed. Where's he going to go? I mean, under Biden, look at these gas prices. Soaring just as high as when I was president. It's good to see them high again. And uh, yeah, we're back doing now the war on coal and uh, the war on oil. It's good to see that again, that we're once again going after energy. And it going to cost you more money, just like it did when I was president. Right? Hey, look at that. I mean, that withdrawal in Afghanistan, you still have Americans on the ground. I mean, was that a cluster F or what? Biden did that, right? I mean, was that nuts? Seems to me like that was that was a big, I mean, that was a big old letdown. That was a big old disaster if Biden did. Where could bring up um, Biden's, uh, I mean, the supply chain. I mean, now look at it. There were, what, uh, 20 or 30 uh, big ships right outside Los Angeles, the port just sitting there. Just because we don't have enough people working to bring all the stuff in and bring all the goods in. We don't have enough truck drivers. We need 80,000 truck drivers. That's Biden. That's on him. That's great. That's good. This is good. This is very good. We don't have, you may not get toys for Christmas. You may not, your child might wake up on Christmas morning and go, right, Mommy, Daddy, why don't I have a toy? <laughs> it's amazing. Is it right? That's what, what's he going to, what's he going to bring up? How are you going to bring this up? Biden's uh, amazing record and accomplishments. So, 2020 and Trump, and then bring it back to January 6th,
3: come on. Right, in this current environment, they, you gotta give them credit because they get threatened just by telling the truth. So Phil and, and Democrats everywhere are focused on you. And, and, and how can we help you? What's Phil's opponent focused on? He, he wants to go backwards. He wants to go backwards. That minimum wage increase that Phil signed, he'll stop it. The work Phil did to fund public schools, he wants to take that money away from school districts. Especially, especially in black and brown communities. Oh, there we go. See, now scare everybody again.
0: Scare everybody with, and then play the race card. It's, it's like a classic what Democrats do. Divide, scare everybody, play the race card, do it. Right? As he's talking to black and brown people. I hate even calling people that, but this is what you have to do now in this day and age.
3: The progress you made on women's health or now, voting rights that's or gun abortion. safety. By the way, women's health is back.
0: abortion, just so you know.
3: He's going to turn it all back. They, they, He's going to turn the water
0: off, too. You're not going to have water to drink. Can you flush your toilets? You like to flush toilets? You're not going to be able to flush them anymore. He's going to go back to outhouses. You're going to have to go outside in the middle of the night and do your business. That's what Jack's going to do. Take us backwards to a time when we didn't have running water and flushing toilets. So it's bizarre.
3: There's Phil's decision to reinstate the tax on the wealthy. Apparently, it's not enough to go back to the the way things were. Phil's opponent wants to give the wealthy and corporations more tax breaks so they can pay even less. (laughs) Come on now. Come on now. Don't be bamboozled. Are you bamboozled? Don't fall for the okie doke. When you've got a candidate who spoke at a Stop the Steal rally... There it is. You can bet he's not going to be a champion of democracy. (laughs) Uh, uh, Apparently, Phil's opponent says, well, he didn't know it was a rally to overturn the results of the last election. Didn't know it. come on. When you're standing in front of a sign that says Stop the Seal, And there's a guy in the crowd waving a Confederate flag. You know, this isn't a neighborhood barbecue. You know, it's not a a league of women voters rally. Come on. How about, come on. How about we talk about the
0: great success of Democrats running things in this country? Like Philadelphia, for example. 400 plus murders. In Philadelphia, Why don't we talk about that, Mr. President? Why don't you bring that up instead of January 6th? Oh, because you don't want to. That's really bad for the, for the notes. Terry McAuliffe said that Stacey Abrams won the governor's race. Stacey Abrams says she won the governor's race. And you stood on stage accusing Republicans of rigging elections. But remember something. It's, it's them with the conspiracy theories, okay? They're the ones who deal with the conspiracy theories. It's just, it's on, it's them. I... It, in that little clip of Obama, you really can get a sense of where they are. You really get a sense now of what they're running on. Fear and division. Racism, fear, division. Can't run on a record. Look at all those ships just sitting there, all those goods on it. Be nice to get that off and on the shelves, right? That's Joe Biden right there. Every time you go and can't find toilet paper or you pay more for it, that you go, thanks, Joe Biden, for that. Okie dokie. Whatever he was saying, whatever hokey words he was saying. Can't run on a record when it's that disastrous, right? Can't do that. He got to run on January 6th. Have a great day.